0: Well, it is time to get some sleep, and perhaps you're having some trouble falling asleep, and that's why you're listening to me, of all people. And I don't want you to stress about it, because God loves you, and He will give you the sleep you need as you need it, and the strength you need as you need it to live the life that He's called you to. So you do not need to worry about it. Instead, make good use of this time, and let's think about listening to God together. We're going to read tonight Isaiah chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. We'll read a book of prophecy tonight and think about what it says. The vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. Children I have reared and brought up, but they have rebelled against me. The ox knows its owner, and the donkey its master's crib, but Israel does not know. My people do not understand. So the message from God through the prophet Isaiah, 4 Ancient Israel, but also for us in verse 2 says, Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. So we've got some imagery here, and this is always good when we're trying to meditate on Scripture, especially when we're just trying to kind of fall asleep thinking about Scripture, is to let our mind picture the images that the Bible gives us. So picture the heavens and picture the earth. The scripture has evoked these images. Let's bring them to mind. In my mind, I almost picture it like a nature documentary where the camera is mounted to a helicopter or some kind of a drone or something, and it's just sort of soaring across the sky. And I can picture images of the earth, all the different forms of terrain around the earth. Or think about images you've seen of space and all the spectacular things that are in out there in space or just the sky itself just take a minute in your mind and i'll be quiet and bring some images to mind of the heavens and the earth So the point here is that the creator of these glorious heavens and this beautiful earth is speaking and has spoken. And the Holy Spirit inspired the prophet Isaiah to use this imagery to say, you know, all of creation needs to listen up because the God of creation has spoken. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, to the, for the Lord has spoken. So we know that this is in here to catch our attention, that God has spoken. We need to listen. We need to hear and give ear. So let's just stop a little bit and think about that. Just the concept of hearing and giving ear to the Lord, listening to God. When is the last time you've really listened to God? Through His Word, whether it was through preaching and hearing His Word read and preached, or during your own quiet times or Bible times, devotional times, when was the last time you really listened to Him? Hopefully you've been able to identify a time that you really listened to God. And if so, try to remember what is it that he said? Try to remember the last sermon that you heard. Did you listen to God as the word was preached? Do you remember what God said in His word during the last sermon you heard? Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth. For the Lord has spoken. When God speaks, all creation must listen, including you, even right now in your bed. When God's word is read, and or when you read it, when you hear it, you must listen. So, what verse two is bringing to mind for us is, what does God have to say? What has He said? What does He have to say? We want to pay attention to it. So, hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. Children I have reared and brought up, but they have rebelled against me. Children I have reared and brought up. So, this is very attentive fatherly language here. He's talking about Israel, but he's also talking about us as Christians. If you're a Christian, you are God's child, And he has reared you and brought you up as well. So Israel, as God's son, rebelled. That's what God is talking about here. Jesus, as God's perfect son, obeyed. Jesus obeyed where God's son Israel rebelled. And in Jesus, we get to be sons of God now. So how do you usually think about God? How do you usually think? identify him, which words would you use to describe him to someone who had never even heard about the concept of God? Do you think of God as your father and you as his child? Is that part of how you understand who God is and how you are to relate to him? You may have had a really good dad, earthly father. The Bible teaches that that was a blessing and it's a good reflection of God, the ultimate father, sort of a shadow of the reality of God the Father's love and care for you. You may have had a bad dad, uh, a father who abandoned you or hurt you, as can happen in this sinful fallen world, And in that case, you need to know that God, the Father, is not like that. He is in stark contrast to that kind of father. He is good. He loves his children. He is attentive to his children. He rears them and brings them up. So think about your relationship with your parents and how that might influence the way you relate to God as your father. Israel was rebellious are you rebellious in your relationship with God the Father or are you obedient like Jesus to God the Father As you think about these things in your sleepy state you might find that you are somewhat rebellious going your own way or maybe it's not that you are outright rebellious and that you're actively going against what God has said but you might be just sort of neglecting what God has said and ignoring God's voice rather than hearing and listening and giving ear If anything like this is coming to mind, I want to invite you to take some time in prayer to confess these things to the Father. He wants you to come to Him. He wants to forgive you and clean you up through Jesus Christ and embrace you and for your relationship with Him to be restored and close, like a good father who is close with his children. So take some time to do that right now. Confess, ask for help to repent, and receive His forgiveness through Jesus Christ. And then finally, verse three closes out our section for tonight with some more imagery here, uh, or maybe, maybe it's not really even imagery, but just making a point by pointing to nature it says, "The ox knows its owner and the donkey, its master's crib, but Israel does not know. My people do not understand." So bring to mind an ox and a donkey to just get your mind into this verse here. I actually pulled up a picture of an ox when I was getting ready to do this because I wasn't entirely sure I was remembering it correctly. and The pictures that came up to help you visualize it were basically like a cow, but with more fur, especially on the top of their heads, and kind of a sleepy look in their eyes and some pretty big horns. Kind of a dumb-looking animal, really. Um, and then a donkey, you know what a donkey looks like I actually put up a picture of a donkey, too, to make sure I could describe it, to help you visualize it, uh, but as you're picturing a donkey, it's just one of the silliest looking animals, uh, nothing overly intelligent looking about a donkey, big, dumb teeth, um, just a goofy looking face, so these animals that you're picturing right now, an ox, a donkey, they know how to obey their owner and their master. They respond and listen when their master takes care of them. And the point that God is making through Isaiah is even these animals know how to respond when their owners call, but Israel didn't know how to do that. Now, for us, we do not need to look at ourselves and say, well, I guess I'm dumber than a donkey if I'm not perfectly obeying. It's meant to point us to Jesus Israel failed here, but Jesus succeeded. And in Jesus, those who are trusting and following Jesus as their Savior, we can relate to God as obedient children. And we can respond obediently when we hear our Master, our Father. So like we like to do, let's think about tomorrow. Sort of mentally walk through tomorrow And visualize ourselves perfectly obeying God. Because that's who we are. If we are Christians, that's who we are. We are obedient to God the Father. You may not have done that perfectly yesterday, but tomorrow is a new day and God's mercies are new every morning. It's another opportunity to obey what we have heard from God the Father. So picture your morning tomorrow, what you'll be doing. Think about your afternoon, your evening evening and your night, and I'm going to go ahead and pray for you and leave you with that. That's your assignment. Until you fall asleep, visualize your day tomorrow and you being perfectly obedient to what you know the Father has taught you about how to live among the people you're going to see, tackling the tasks that will be at hand. How can you live in obedience to God the Father? Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for my brother, my sister, the one listening to this podcast right now. Thank you for allowing a way for them to be forgiven of their sins and their rebellion, to be welcomed as your child. Please give them ears that hear. Please let them sleep well tonight and wake up tomorrow excited for a new day in which they get to live as your child in obedience to your good commands, your good teachings. Thank you for Jesus Christ. Thank you that he was the perfectly obedient son, is the perfectly obedient son. Thank you that we get to be with him as your children. Please bless this dear listener. You know them and love them. You know their hearts and mind. You know everything about them. Please bless them, draw them very close to you through Jesus Christ. Let them just be overwhelmed with a sense of peace and joy and purpose and security in their identity as your child. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so you have your assignment. Think through your day tomorrow. Visualize through each thing that you know you're going to face tomorrow, perfectly obeying God the Father. Good night.